and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Welcome back to another review and spoiler discussion on All That Film. Uh, I'm your host, Hay, and I'm joined today uh, with with the two Shivaist babies out there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in Margot and Todd... Um, and Margo, uh, you were actually, well, actually, honestly, both of y'all, uh, were the reason I, I have not bought a film on digital ever, um, during this pandemic stint. There have been some that have like, eh, gotten me close, like Kajillionaire, but yeah, you guys, you, both of you, the two of you were the Shiva baby proponents that willed this into recording with haste. Um, so with that said, I'll let y'all both have the floor. Margo, I'll let you go first. What were your thoughts on Shiva, baby? I thought it was very movie good. I really enjoyed it. It's one of my uh, favorite movies of last year, because I saw it last year, but I think it technically it's this year. I don't really know how to classify it, but I really liked it. It's very good. I always love seeing Jewish representation in film, and this was just so relatable like i i went to a shiva recently uh and it just brought me right back <laughs> nice yeah it, it it's especially cool to hear about the relatability aspect um of shiva baby because it's one of those things like i don't know i've had this with movies where like if it's something that isn't necessarily about like an experience i've been through i'm like oh well I think they did something right here. Um, but you never know until you hear from people that are like, yeah, no, this was super accurate and super awesome. Um, but with that said, Todd, I'll move to you. What were your thoughts on Shiva Baby? Oh, wait, wait, Margo. Um, just curious, on your 2020 list, where would this have gone? If, if it would it have been number, on I think it was number four, because it is on my 2020 list. I should probably change it to okay. 2021. Gotcha. No, awesome. That's that's really high. Um, Todd, uh, what were your thoughts on the film? So I absolutely love, love, love this film. I think it's one of the better films I've seen in the last couple of years. I mean, it's from the last couple of years. Uh, it would have been very high rated for me as well. I am not culturally Jewish. I wasn't raised culturally Jewish. What I find really great about this film is that it's so specific, yet it has this kind of universal feel to it in that even though I couldn't relate to some of the specific practices, I was able to relate to kind of the overbearing family, the black sheep in the family stuff, just all of the awkwardness and cringe. And I think uh, a lot of people have been through moments like that, maybe not in that context, but it was that's what I loved about it was it's very specific and universal. I'm also obsessed with the lead actress, Rachel Sinnott, I think is how you pronounce that. Uh, she's great in it, and I'm really excited to see her future stuff. And Molly Gordon was great in it as well. The whole cast is great. So I loved it. Yeah, wow. Okay, so I, I guess uh, now we now we uh, get to go to me and see if I actually like the movie that you guys uh, begged me to see. Um, so I did not like this at first. Uh, and I want to stress that for a little bit because I, I turned to my girlfriend and I was like, yeah, this is kind of like, uh, like young, not young adult as in like a teenager, but like actual, like becoming an adult age 
like uh, Krisha. Um, Krisha is a is a film I really love from Trey Edward Schultz. Sure. That's it's it's on a Thanksgiving dinner, um, and it's one of those the the pull quote that they use for that is the anxiety inducing thing. And I think a couple of people, because um, I had talked about this movie a little bit, um, I think people don't remember that because this was it, Margot. Maybe you can remember the exact that this was pitched as like blank blank uncut gems. I yeah. want to say maybe it was bisexual uncut gems, um, but I'm not even sure if like that was what the what the like quote was that they were using. It was um, something like that. Yeah, and I am not a fan of uncut gems, and part of the reason that I think people sometimes, at least when I talk to people, I guess. Um, I knew what happened in the NBA game. That's just because I'm a Sixers fan. I didn't necessarily – the thing I love about this and how this eventually won me over into the close to me thinking like, oh, yeah, this is a genius movie, especially for a um, debut uh, from this director, um, which I don't have pulled up in front of me. Um, and yeah, the, just – See like men. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Thank you, Todd. Um, but, yeah, I, I just – I loved how coordinated and organized each of the moments of tension were um, in the girl that's from, cause Todd, you mentioned it, those two main actresses are phenomenal. Um, and mm -hmm. the whole cast is terrific. The, the two that like stood out to me um, and I'll get into more of it in spoilers. Uh, I thought the dad was incredible. <laughs> I thought oh, he was yeah. so funny. Um, I, I don't know. He just embodied that performance so well. And then the other one, um, I don't even remember the actress's name. I just know her as a head cheerleader from Glee. Uh, and she has this same like pompous oh, Diana energy. Agron. Yeah. Yes. They, thank you. Um, she carries, <laughs> she carries that same like pompous energy in this. That's like, I'm better than you. Um, in like, she just still exudes that energy like 10 years later. And I'm like, how have you not changed? Because um, I couldn't tell who it was at first. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the girl from Glee. Um, yeah. Glee will follow me for, for all my life. But, yeah, I, I wound up um, really digging this. Um, I love the comedic aspects of the film. I Even more so, some of the stuff that really elevated it for me, because I think if I just found it funny, um, grade-wise, like I, I probably – go with like a low eight on this. I think if I just thought it was funny, I'd probably go with like a low seven. Um, mm. And I think what does it, what elevates it for me is all of the like underlying subtext stuff and like the right. way they go about showing some of that. And we'll get into that again in spoilers. Um, some of that cool imagery. Um, but yeah, no, really good movie. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> y'all told me to watch it. Um, and uh, I'll it's a very quick movie. So for anybody listening that likes sub 90 minute movies, this is 77 minutes uh, with credits. So <laughs> the audience, um, the audience wouldn't be able to endure more. It's so cringe. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, oh, it's <laughs> it hurts, but it hurts so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but with that said, yeah, uh, what what would y'all give this out of ten? Just just for the sake of scoring it. Mm. I think mm, I might, I might, it might be a 10 for me. It's like, nice. awesome. I, I just really relate to it. Like I love, I, like I really liked Unka Gems because of how Jewish it was. And like, I really liked the Passover scene. Cause I was like, he, he, I do that. So uh, it was just like that, but the whole movie, 
and also that it was gay. Like, what more could I ask for? <laughs> so, I re- I really enjoyed it. It's I I should add it to my favorites list because I really like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Todd, what would you give this out of ten? I actually gave this 10 as well. Like in my review, I say for me, this is a close to a perfect film. Uh, I just love everything about this movie. So for me, it was a 10. It's my, I have it rated in my 2021 list since it's going to be, I think, awards consideration there, even though I saw it in 2020 as well. But it's my number one of 2021 so far. So yeah, nice. Awesome. Um, I would, I'll, I'll go with an eight. Um, still, so that would collectively, that's like about at a nine point, at nine point three repeating, um, which is awesome. <laughs> um, that that might be. I'd have to pull up our um, Judas and the Black Messiah scores, but I mean, there there really has not been too many movies in twenty twenty one. So, <laughs> well, to yeah, let me add it then. I would have put it as second or third of twenty twenty. Yeah. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good caveat to add. That's why I was asked. Sorry. I, I should have asked you that as well, Todd. Sure. Um, that's why okay. I was checking with Margot Cause it is one of those, like, I do think, I don't think it's going to wane on y'all's lists um, too far, right. um, but, but yeah, we'll get, we'll get right into spoilers on this. Um, I was going to real quick look at my 2021 list and see, I think I would probably have this second of what I've seen. Um, because if we're, if we're not counting Sundance stuff, which is a whole separate conversation, uh, <laughs> if we sure. do count the Sundance stuff, then it gets a little tricky and I'd have to think about it a little bit harder. Uh, but yeah, we'll get right into spoilers. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you care about this movie, um, and don't want anything spoiled, even though I don't know if it'll make too much sense if you haven't seen the movie, um, <laughs> we're going to get right into it. Um, with some of our favorite scenes, I guess. Um, and I know I have Margot. Have you rewatched this recently? Because I know Todd has. Um, is the only no, reason no, I, I haven't seen it in a while. I need to rewatch it. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I, maybe you can. Uh, I won't mention that. I'll, I'll see you after the podcast. Um, <laughs> with with the way this film handles. Uh, I guess what I was alluding to with the subtextual stuff, the way this film handles power dynamics, um, specifically with the sugar baby and the sure. the sugar daddy, um, I thought that stuff was phenomenal. Like just perfectly like executed and like it, it's one of those those things that's done so well and so like any other script be like bonking you over the head like this is what's happening this is what's happening and it's like this one just has the grace to be like hey you're you're old you're you understand movies don't you um i love this idea of of our lead character like just just doing this because i can and like who cares because this this guy's like grubby and then at the end of the day, like he kind of chooses, like, no, you don't really have like full power over me. And that kind of like slightly breaks that character and it goes into like this really tense and uh really fast-paced scene. Um, I thought it was really well done. Um, so so that's what I don't know. That's that's to me like where I was like, okay, this movie is, you know, 
really, really spectacular in, in that aspect. Um, are, is there anything you want to point to, Todd, I guess? Uh, there were a couple parts. I really love basically every part where Rachel Sennett and uh, why am I forgetting her name? Molly Gordon, Molly Gordon. Sorry, yeah. are interacting. Yeah. But like there are just so many funny interactions. They have such a good like friendship chemistry. I think like my favorite one is when they're cleaning up the throw up and they're talking about Diane, Diana Agron. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel said it's like what is she just some sort of like lame wife like some why does she have so many businesses do they all suck do they all fail and like (laughs) (laughs) and Molly Gordon's like you don't she's like she's not even pretty you don't think she's pretty yeah like I just like that whole interaction yeah I just love that Molly Gordon was like she's the prettiest woman I've ever seen like finally (laughs) relatable content Specifically, yeah. they, they say what you don't find Malibu Barbie attractive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, just, yeah. just scenes like that are so well written and so well done between the characters. Um, All maybe the reoc- it's oh, go, go ahead. Go for it. All the reoccurring stuff with like interacting with the family members who comment on your weight and then like oh my God, yeah. i found and that so relatable like just yeah like, and when so they're like <laughs> yes yes literally every time i go to like a big family event they're like i i remember holding what you when you were a baby and i'm like who are you <laughs> and my favorite is there's that one woman towards the end who kind of like traps her and it's like so this is yes, what you do you yes. go out with your attractive friends and don't eat Okay. Like, like. Oh, it's just so Jewish and I love it so much. I might rewatch it tonight. It's like, oh, it's I very this rewatchable. Movie is so good. Yeah. I love being, yeah, again, I love is... being Jewish. This makes me love being Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, I, can I can I throw out um one of the gripes I had cuz I was reading through a couple reviews on Letterboxd. I'm just just to gauge like what people are thinking. I'm not sure about y'all. Um I love that this doesn't have an ending, kind of, if that makes sense. Like, it's really like yeah. a blip or a window into a moment, and that's it. And they don't, like, linger. I'm fine with that. I saw some people that are yeah. like, that really wraps up quickly. And I was like, I thought the car scene, like, was done. Spe- like, that's a 10 out of 10 scene for me, just because comedy wise that that's peak stuff right there the dad yes. being like no no you don't need to we don't need to order a cab like there's plenty of room in the, in the <laughs> yeah and he just keeps doing that over and over um i just found to be like really really well done comedy uh yeah. and that's that's where like the movie i was like yeah no this movie is really funny like straight up um and I think the ending's really, I actually like the ending and it's got that sweet little moment where they hold each other's hands, you know what I mean? Like, and she just kind of smiles a little bit uh, and then it's able to go. I thought it was great. I, I like, I, it, it had enough of an ending for me and it's so cringe inducing the whole time that at the end when it ended, <laughs> I was just kind of like, perfect, perfect. That was perfect. Okay. <laughs> and I just start, yeah. So I liked it. Yeah. And the, and the other thing I was going to throw out is I think, <sighs> I think a lesser movie could have dwelled on the aspect of Molly Gordon or the character of Maya kind of being upset uh, with Daniela for like what she found on the phone. Right. Um, just cause they had just shared a moment like before then and this movie is very clearly like, Oh, well they know each other well enough to where like, you no, know, they can talk about this stuff. It's not going to be like a, 
like a love Simon bit, I guess, because that that's sure. one of the things like I the the flaws in Love Simon where like these friends who have been really connected like all their life and they're like, How could you lie to us when someone was holding you um right. <laughs> holding your secret that you were keeping from everyone? Like they, they were using that as as when leverage. They were blackmailing you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. I got right you. Now. I um, got you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just feel like this this movie, like what uh, Emma Seligman does, like with the script, is like really, really something. Um, so I get, I get the hype. Um, I'm with it now. <laughs> I get why people were talking about this for a while, um, and I do wonder um, because this kind of I don't know if. I mean, obviously, one of the girls was from Glee, um, and I don't know if if the rest of the cast have been in things. Um, this gives me similar vibes to a movie because this this is a uh, based on a short, right? Um, yeah. yeah. That like did really well at festivals. Um, I'd assume. Um, this gives me similar vibes to Short Term Twelve in that you're watching like um, the director he went on to do Glass Castle and now he's doing Shang-Chi and then Brie Larson's huge and uh, uh, Lakeith David or not Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield. Um, even, even Rami some of the Malik. lesser guys, Rami Malek. Yeah. Um, the dude who's in Clover 10 Cloverfield lane. I forget his name, but um, yeah, I feel like these, like all of these stars are just going to break out and like 10 years from now, people are going to be like, Oh, where'd this Molly Gordon come from? Where'd Rachel, Sonat is is incredible. Where'd she get her start? And like it, this is the cool part to me of like being in the know on all the movies and then seeing that progress like happen kind of before our eyes. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, just just a little thought I had. Not really a spoiler, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it could be a real star maker for Rachel Sennett, especially. Um, and then Molly Gordon was probably like the most frequent at you know like famous person in this which is kind of crazy but yeah i've heard yeah, of diana be, it'll be interesting to see what her yeah oh right i for, i just keep forgetting about uh glee so yes yeah. never, never forget <laughs> how about dare you how dare, dare you? you i can't believe you you <laughs> forgot about I... quinn fabray <laughs> i forgot uh molly gordon was in booksmart um yeah you know for she her was, and, uh, AAA. Oh. <laughs> oh man uh, i'm trying to think of any other spoiler stuff uh, well, what were some of the cringiest moments maybe the, the dude the stuff as soon as she the the stuff with the phone when they, oh my when god they had the, yeah when they had the coffee and the baby and the phone was going off and he's like oh yeah i have terrible service i was like stop i want out of here <laughs> like, it hurts it really hurts yeah, That's how I felt I, in the bathroom when she was taking the pictures. Like, it's just like, no, no. Why are you, no. When she you left walking? her phone in the That's bathroom and couldn't remember where it was. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> so like, I, I never, I always have my phone on me. So that's just like an unimaginable situation. But I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the, the one going to throw out with um, Diana and Rachel uh, when she's like, here, hold the baby. You're a babysitter. I was like, oh God, no, no. Like, <laughs> there's just a lot of the the Michael Scott, like, no, no, <laughs> like, please get me. And the the husband shows up and he's like, 
oh, like, I'll take the baby. And she's like, no, she's a babysitter. Um, and it's just that back and forth that's, it, again, like, I, I honestly think um, <laughs> I might raise this upon rewatches uh, just because I – Cringe humor sometimes. I know some people have like a, like some people can't watch the Scott's Tots uh, Office episode because it's so it's too much. Um, I do think there is a balance between like for me usually it's the balance of like being a little bit too exploitative, and this is so hyper realistic while also being like a very well done thriller um, right. that it just has oh the the tension. The music use, is so like, good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh, so yeah. The music's fantastic. It should really be tagged more than horror. I mean, than comedy. It should be, be I think tagged it's like a horror. Thriller thriller. Also. Yeah, um, because the way it's shot, like there are those scenes where it just gets more and more suffocating and claustrophobic because the, the movie's really shot well, too. Like we've been talking about the comedy, yeah. but it's, it's, it's shot really well. Because they start to like zoom in on the parents yeah, more it's and like more as the film goes further, yeah, <laughs> and it's so claustrophobic. Yeah, it's creepy. it's this huge house, but it makes it feel like everybody's in a porta potty. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what Jewish events are really like, though. Like you're like, oh, I'm in this giant house. How come the only room is the room with the bagels in it? Why is everyone in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I don't I don't know if I have too many other sports. Oh, um. One of the worst ones was when they were talking about the same bracelets. Um, I'll throw oh that God. one out there as oh well. Oh, my God. <laughs> just because that, that back and forth. Um, yeah, no, it's just brilliant filmmaking. But uh, isn't, that that, the one where she, isn't that the one where she says she doesn't want to be a lady boss? I'm not really. Oh, she, I'm not really no, no. She, said, she says she doesn't want to be a girl boss. <laughs> I don't really want to be a girl boss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, one of the Sorry, one of the greatest yeah. lines ever said, and that was a direct. People people don't realize that was a direct shot at I care a lot. Um. <laughs> I guess I'm after I made my I care a lot review, which was just love wins with a heart. A lot of people thought it was serious, and I got a bunch of comments that were like, um, like, <laughs> like who do you think I am? Like, it's a joke review. That's funny. Oh man, but yeah, I think that'll do it. Um, unless you guys have any other lingering spoiler stuff you want to bring up, um, um, it was so. fun to it was fun to air out the <laughs> the emotional wreck um, this this brought us through um, together. Yes. and I, I do wish this is one of those. Todd, you brought up um, not you wish it wasn't only just comedy. I, I almost, and this was the, the pull quote that like, if, if I was like putting this on a, like a trailer or whatever, I would put the tension is palpable. And I wish, um, <laughs> I wish tension was, or like suspense. I know suspense kind of is a genre. Some people count it as a genre, but usually it's only thriller. And like, this right. isn't necessarily thrilling. It's more like that. Just the tension is like, uh, the whole time and oh. yum. So I wish I don't know. I wish there was a distinction because it's not like it is technically a family drama in some ways. Um, right. So much more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little of everything. Yeah, but yeah, what they do with the music though clearly isn't comedy and you know, or I mean, it's comedic in a way, but it's like it also really does freak you out a little bit. Like the way that it's done and, and used. It's yeah, it's such a good film anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that'll that'll do it for this review. So thank you guys uh, for listening all the way through. Hopefully, uh, thank you, Todd. Thank you, Margo, and uh, be on the lookout for. I'm trying to think what we got next. I'm Another. pulling it up. Um, oh, our uh, surprise MCU thing, I guess, is all I'll say. Um, yeah. We'll see how that goes, because um, maybe it's a disaster. Um, but with that <laughs> said, thank you again, Todd and Margo, uh, for for making me watch this sooner than I would have, because uh, it's, a, it's a banger of a movie. Nice. Fucking slaps. <laughs>